Welcome to What's Next in L podcast, a vibey joint for millennial women where we are finally giving ourselves permission to live our best, luxurious, carefree lives. On this show, you can expect to hear raw and unfiltered content from both the male and female perspective, talking all things career, self-love, and relationships. This is the ultimate tea time session, so get your wine ready, get comfortable, and open your mind to insight on what's next. Back to what's next, Mel. I'm your host, Mel. I'm super excited today to have a returning guest from season one, Jada. Um, Jada is a woman of faith, an author, podcast host, dating and relationship coach, helping the broken woman heal from her past and the happy woman maintain wholeness. So Jada, welcome back. I'm so excited to have you and talk (laughs) about um, the topic today. Me too. Thank you so much for having me again. Yes, you're welcome, which I think a lot of people definitely, and I know I definitely struggle with this, is the green and red flags of a relationship. Mm. I think a lot of us women, like, especially I know with the red flags, like, you know, we hope those red flags will turn into green flags mm-hmm. and then we eventually realize like that's just not going to happen yeah so it's like I definitely want to learn and like you know have my audience learn how to like avoid them how to really like confront them but also too like I don't think a lot of people do talk about the green flags like mm-hmm. you know like what is healthy what like do you like need to like build that like build on that green flag and really like pour into Mm-hmm. Um. so I guess the first thing is like you know what are some green flags to look for in a relationship I know I was reading some different people's um like opinions online and I saw like you know emotional support mutual mm-hmm. trust honoring boundaries encouraging your personal growth and respecting your individuality and independence so if you yeah. have any more to add on or like go into those Yeah, um, I think those are all great. You know, I would agree 100%. It's so funny because when we think about the green flags, you know, um, it should be easy to get those out. You know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's a green flag. Oh, he's a good one. So with me, you have to be mindful of where that person is coming from. So with me, I was coming from a broken past and, you know, just these situationships And when I met my now fiance, all of his green flags were like red flags to me. And it's so crazy because when you're broken or, you know, you have these trust issues, it's hard to trust people, you know? So sometimes green flags can look like red flags. I'll give you Mm -hmm. an example. He would always text me, you know, like, hey, you know, did you make it to your car safely? Let me know when you get home. I was just like, doing way too much you know I'm tired of these guys being (laughs) so nice I've been here before but those were green flags like somebody is praying for somebody to check on them you know and text them consistently so I think that's important no sorry to interrupt like and you know it's so funny because yesterday I was talking to my friend and she was talking about a guy that like she's talking to and she was like oh he just texts me like did I drink water today did I like you know eat did I do this yes. I'm like, oh my god I'm like oh my god he's so clingy like right why of, like you know like what and she's like actually she's like no like you know he knows that I'm like you know working mm-hmm. and I'm moving and I'm doing different things and he's just making sure that like you know I like you know get my water intake and like make sure obviously I eat and don't get overwhelmed and I was like you know what like I took a step back and I was like you know what you're right like right that it isn't funny it's like you're just checking on my well-being because at the end of the day like Mm -hmm. you know 
that that's what we you're right we, that's what we do want from a partner we want someone to be like hey like you're good because it's like that's all i've been wanting and i think even wanting from friends too is just like hey are yes. you good like right. are you okay and mm-hmm. you know i think we just society makes it seem like oh when they ask that it's like they're all up in my business or they're like right. they're doing too much and mm-hmm. girl it's so crazy um, and that's one of my green flags that I would list, um, you know, that he cares about you or he or she cares about you, like your entire well-being. That's a green flag. Um, some other green flags that I would list is, you know, you share the same beliefs. Um, he's clear about what he wants in life and in a relationship, you know, <laughs> especially when you're dating intentionally. OK, what are you looking for? You know, who are you outside of relationships? What are your goals and your dreams Um, Of course, if he's consistent, like, yes, consistency is a love language, you know, like call me, text me. I don't want to be in a gray area. Like, I want to know, like, if I talked to him yesterday, I'm going to talk to him today. You know what I mean? Just keeping it consistent. Um, A green flag is he makes time for you. We are all busy, you know, but for a person to kind of drop everything and make time for you, like, I want to date you and hang out with you. I want to see you. Those are green flags. And even if he has to cancel, if he communicates in advance, like, hey, sorry, something came up. I really do want to see you and get together, et cetera. That's a green flag. That's communication, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I feel like a green flag. I always say if he touches you without touching you, you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mentally listen. If you can stimulate my mind, like. That's a whole vibe. So touching me without touching me. Let me see here. Um, What else? Oh, it's important. Like when I think of my green flags, I'm thinking of when you're actually dating a person. So um, and not dating exclusively. And that's a whole nother story. You know, there's Mm -hmm. so many different (laughs) levels to dating. (laughs) I know it was confusing for me when I became single. I'm like, wait, so dating and talking Talking, is different. This is all different. Everyone has their, everyone has their different expectations. And I think that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I think like what you said, like communication is a really big green flag because it's like, we do need to like communicate. Like what is your, and I think, you know, I always ask like, you know, guys is like, what is your dating like what is dating to you because mm-hmm. dating to me can be completely different from you oh and it's God. like we need to be on the same page otherwise we're both going to be doing two different things and then mm-hmm. get upset at each other when it's like well I didn't know you were doing that like exactly that is so good that's such a great point and that all ties into communicating you know um and then that shows you know we come from different places and men and women don't think the same. You know, mm-hmm. this may, may be my perspective. This is yours. So let's kind of talk about this so we know that we're on the same page. Um, yes, great point. Back to the green flags. Um, you know, when he's past, you know, past relationships, mm-hmm. watch how he talks about his ex. You know, is he like just mm-hmm. blatantly disrespectful and always bashing her? You know, that's a red flag to me nobody even thinks about that yes so if he is just like you know i mean you know i mean no harm to her you know it did end up bad but everything happens for a reason i learned a lot about myself things like that that's great those are green Mm -hmm. flags like angry is just like okay you got some things that you need to kind of address (laughs) with her or you need some closure so pay attention to how he talks about his past um Really big green flag for me also is if he's generous, not just to you, but anyone he comes in contact with, 
because here's the thing like that's so important because a person can treat you good but look at how they treat other people that's their character and character doesn't Mm -hmm. lie you know you want to make sure that he's not just a good person to you but his friends his family the waitress you know anyone yeah out and about pay attention to those things um he has those and values he's a man of his you know he's a man with the plan you know, as women, right. we're supposed to be submissive and allow the man to lead us. But can he lead me? You know, like, mm. what do you have going for yourself? Um, you know, if, if we were to have a family together, you know, what does that look like with you being the leader, you know, the head of the house and the provider? Um, he apologizes when he's wrong. Apologies can go so far, you know. That is a big thing, you yes. know. And I always, you know, I know a lot of people haven't watched it, and a lot of people have watched it. Um, Malcolm and Marie, and I think, you know, I know mm. for a lot of different people, it's like a triggering thing. It triggered mm-hmm. me a little bit too, but I mean, I ended up watching the whole thing. But mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, like, well, if I spoiled it for people, I'm sorry. But like, you know, at the end of the day, all she wanted was like a thank you mm-hmm. for just mm-hmm. that relationship, and it's mm-hmm. just like, and the things that she did. And I think that's a huge, big, like, green flag to me. It's like if you're able to like apologize and really be sincere and genuine about right. it, and take accountability and really be like, "Yo, you really hold it down for me. Thank yeah. you." That is like way more than anything that I would want from like out of like the whole relationship because I feel like that's all people want sometimes is just Mm -hmm. to be appreciated and like you know if you can't do that like it's like I I don't even know how we could move forward right um if there's just no appreciation for what each other does like what we do for each other in the relationship Mm -hmm. yeah that's one of the reasons why I left my last relationship I just didn't feel cherished or appreciated And when it comes to thank yous, I'm really big on thank yous, you know, Mm -hmm. in my relationship and my friendships with my family. It's just a thank you. You know, people Mm -hmm. don't have to do anything for you. And it's also important to tell your partner, thank you, even for the things that they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I do expect my fiance to go and put gas in my car at the end of the week or, you know, before I start my week. But and he wants to do those things for me. It's an expectation and it's what we do. But I still say thank you, Mm -hmm. even though it's what he's quote unquote supposed to do. Thank yous are huge. Right. Um, I agree. I don't know. I think, you know, a lot of people we just I don't know, you know, in a society and like as I talked about with different people in different topics, you know, Mm -hmm. society, we just always go straight to like the negatives and we don't think about all the like positive things Mm -hmm. that we want to outcome out of relationships. And we just like once there's a negative thing, that's it. Like it's just the end all be all kind of thing. Mm-hmm. so you know that brings me to like um like your post about like how you talked about the eight reasons we ignore the red flags mm-hmm. and so I guess like before I get into that like what are some red flags to look for in a relationship mm-hmm. um definitely you know when it comes to the red flags you want to see you know how they communicate are they just like the point that you just made it's very unhealthy if you just shut down whenever there's conflict you know, um, can we talk about this? Can you listen to understand and not just respond? Sometimes there is no response when you listen to understand your partner. Um, I talk a lot about impact versus intent, meaning mm-hmm. you say something to a person and then they'll say, well, I didn't mean it that way. And then they try and justify it. 
you can't justify how you made me feel. Just listen to me in this moment right right now and listen to the impact it's had on me, you know, because it comes off very offensive if they keep saying, well, that's not how I said it. Well, that's not how I meant it. Just listen to how you made me feel. That's all I'm asking so that we don't, you know, come back to this place again or this situation. Um, But when, you know, other red flags besides communication is, you know, if they're very controlling, you know, um, pay attention to their temper. Um, Who are they trying to keep you away from? You know, I don't like that person. I don't like that person. You know, like it's so important to have individuality within relationships. And it's also mindful to to be um, it's important to be mindful of who you are bringing around your relationship or who you're hanging out with, because friends can sabotage your relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, so you have to communicate with your partner. Um, The red flags. I just talked about this recently, like the um, red flags when dating. Number one, they treat you like a girlfriend, but refuse to give you a title. They want to talk for 12 months a year and they still don't know what they want. Okay. We're not that part. (laughs) We're not. So that's one red flag. Um, Another one is, I mean, it ties into that. They don't want to labor the relationship after months of dating. Well, what are we doing here? Because Mm -hmm. in the very beginning, we talked about dating intentionally and they very may well want to commit to someone, but if they're dragging you along and there's still no title, they may not just want to commit to you. They're looking for a commitment, but you're not the one. And maybe they don't know how to say that. Um, You know, when we think about the common phrase, I just be chilling. You know, we hear that often. (laughs) Okay, that's a red flag. Because nine times out of ten, they're doing everything under the sun, girl. He is not chilling. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, you know, and that brings me to my point because it's like, you know, how you said, um, like, we do everything that a girlfriend's supposed to do. And Mm -hmm. then, like, we don't have the title. But Mm -hmm. then it's also like they get upset because it's like, I've kind of been in those predicaments a couple of times. And it's like you know I will do everything and you know I might not want to like sleep over or Mm -hmm. like and it's like then it becomes like a big deal and I'm like well one we're not you keep saying we're just dating or we're just like talking so it's like right why is it now a big deal why are you like throwing a fit because I don't want to sleep over anymore like or I don't Mm -hmm. like or I don't want to sleep over at all like you know it's like why is it when I don't want to do something then it becomes a thing because it's like you just said we're not in a relationship so why are we like so how do we like I guess like because I feel like that is a red flag of like you know again like that miscommunication but also Mm -hmm. that like that um I don't want to say like it's not forcefulness but it's like just someone that is like I guess a little bit of like a narcissist or someone that like yeah because it makes you feel guilty yeah but it's just like no I'm setting a boundary I Mm -hmm. have to protect myself you're saying there were one thing to a certain extent though, right. you know, but then when I don't want to sleep over, then it's like, you try and make me feel guilty about it. No, mm-hmm. we're not going to do things when it's convenient for you. And I'm not going to give you all of me when you only want to take what you want when you want it, you know? Right. Um. So yeah, no, I definitely understand that. And um, that goes into that communicating Because, but here's the thing, even when you communicate, a guy will tell you what you want to hear, Mm -hmm. you know, but you have to be strong enough to say your actions are not matching your words, you know, and that's one of my red flags that I listed here. And I always tell women because I was here where I was in a relationship, but I wasn't in a relationship. 
it's that whole, you know, you know what it is kind of thing. No, Mm -hmm. nope. I don't want to be in the gray area. Either we're together or we're not. Because a lot of times men won't give you the title if you're already doing everything as a girlfriend, you know, because that allows them to still be outside because it's like, well, technically we're not together, but she cooks for me. We sleeping together. We do this. We do that. So why would I give you the title if that's not really what I want? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like what's convenient for them. But you have to start paying attention to those things as women. Hey, you said this, but you showing me this. I don't right. like that. But that's a really great point that you just brought up because they will make you feel guilty. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, but just yesterday you said, but now you want me to spend the night, right? Right. You know? And then I think it's also too when you say that, because like I definitely, like I'm someone who'll be like, well, you just told me that like this is just this. So that's why Mm -hmm. I'm deciding not to like sleep over. Or like I just, or like there just really be times I just really just want to sleep in my own bed. So it's like, I don't want to sleep over here. So why <laughs> yeah. are you making it a big thing? Like, why are you making it a big thing? Because just right. yesterday you were like, let's pump the brakes and like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I think it's like, you know, that constant emotional and like psychological like warfare that like sometimes um, I guess like a partner or significant other can play on us um, mm-hmm. to like get and manipulate their way, like to get their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that's like, a, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say that, that ties to the point that you were making communicating and say hey this is what dating looks like to me so if we're just dating and we don't have a title I don't see myself you know spending the night at your house etc that goes into you know each other's perspective like what does that look like for you and you tell me what does that look like for you you know making sure you're on the same page there um yeah no I agree and you know it's just I don't know it's just a wild thing that like a lot of people even you know some women do is like that just like that manipulation kind of thing to get what you want and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us do ignore that which kind of brings me into like um your post about like eight reasons we ignore the red flags yeah I think um you know red flags seem minor you stated that we live in denial start to second guess our intuition we Mm -hmm. see it as a mistake and give it another chance we think a person can and will change we allow the potential of a person to outweigh reality Mm. a one-time thing and believe it won't happen again and lastly relationship issue that looks like a red flag to one person may be different to another individual right i think you know, for me, my biggest one is we think a person can and will change or I feel like I feel like, you know, when I meet them, they're all this person. And then like, you know, as the relationship develops, obviously there's things that come up and I'm like, oh, you know what? I think this person can change or like I could change them or like I feel like they'll change like once like we like establish something or whatever, et cetera. Yeah. How can we like, I guess, get out of that mentality of ignoring these things and like because like we'll like let it play in our mind, like, you know on repeat mm-hmm. like this person's gonna change or like you know we do live in denial and you know we do seem like oh this is nothing like it's just this small thing it won't happen again yeah and you know part of that is you know like you said we live in denial but also we start to blame ourselves so it's mm-hmm. like okay maybe it's me you know maybe I'm doing too much maybe I'm overthinking it You know, when in actuality, no, you're right. Your intuition was right. It is the person, you know, who is the problem or whatever the issue is with the red flag. But um, goes into knowing what are your non-negotiables and as well as knowing your triggers, 
because like I was bringing triggers from my past into my current relationship um, because I hadn't completely healed from those things. But also Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to communicate my triggers with my fiance. So you have to know, okay, that's a trigger for me. Let me communicate that with him and we can work towards, you know, getting over this hump. I need right. to communicate how I feel, why I feel this way, et cetera. But we all have to be honest with ourselves, you know, like the only person that you really can trust is yourself. So put yourself in a position to say, I know what I've seen. I know what I heard. I know how that makes me feel. I know that he said that he wasn't going to do it anymore, but yet he's still doing it. You'll see change by action. And I don't want to say, you know, um, I do think that people can change. I do. But there's some things where you decide I'm not going to wait around to see if he's going to change. You know what I mean? Something you have to be like, okay, I just don't have the capacity for it. You know, I've been there. I've done that. It made me feel the same way. And this goes into triggers, but also deciding I don't have to deal with it. I don't have to stick around to wait for the change, you know? Um, So I think that that's so important to, to know who you are you know, what you have the capacity for, what's a yellow flag, you know, something we mm-hmm. can communicate and discuss and we get over this hump together or what's a complete red flag where it's just like, I've been there before. I cannot go down that road again, you know? Right. And, you know, that, like, those are all great and valid points. I think, you know, when you just bring up, like, that yellow flag, like, that's my thing is, like, you know, if it's something that is a yellow flag and is it possible for that be that yellow flag to turn into a green flag mm-hmm. or even vice versa, is it something that we need to be like, yo, this is on the borderline of turn like orange and about to turn red and it's yeah, like I need to go. Exactly. Yellow flags um are fixable depending on the the people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I think that you definitely should keep an eye out on that yellow flag, make a note of that yellow flag, have conversations about the yellow flag. But it's like, okay, how many conversations do I have about this yellow flag? Because now we're we're dipping into the orange and it's just like, I don't mm-hmm. know. So it's knowing, you know, kind of set those boundaries and also looking for the change, um, paying attention to how they receive what you're confronting, to, uh, confronting them about. Um, so I do think that yellow flags are fixable, but it just depends on it goes back into that capacity. It goes right. back into your past and, you know, what are triggers for you? Um, what's an absolutely, you know, absolute no, but also, you know what? I can accommodate. I can meet you in the middle. We can talk about this. I tell you how you, you know, how I feel. And then they respond and they're willing to work with you. So, yes, I do think yellow flags are fixable. But again, it depends on what you have the capacity feel like waiting around for. Um, I do think that everybody deserves a chance when it is a yellow flag, mm-hmm. but then it's just like, okay, you know, we haven't made any progress. We're, we're really in the orange reddish right now. And mm-hmm. I don't like this. So, yeah. yeah. And that, and I can agree and I can attest to that. Cause I think, you know, I was in something where a yellow flag was like the flakiness and just like the always like, you know, switching our plans around to like mm-hmm. a different day, different time or like canceling last minute. And it's just like, okay, like the once or twice. All right, cool. Yeah. But there's a time when it's like, it's just consistent. 
they're like now this yellow flag is starting to turn into a red flag and mm-hmm. that like, you know there was just like and then it'll be so crazy because then like he'll do it and like i wouldn't talk to him like i'm a pisces so it's like when i get okay. emotional and upset i'm like <laughs> i usually just like shut down so it's like mm-hmm. i won't like text him for like a week and he'll be like oh like why haven't you texted me and i'm like are you like are you dumb like i'm confused <laughs> like you know what you did like and you know whatever he'll apologize and then it's like going back into that cycle again we're mm-hmm. finally like it happened I was like no this is it and I was just yeah. like you know this is we can't do this anymore like we're too grown as adults like mm-hmm. you're one you're six years older than me there's no reason like why like this should be like a flag like just, there should be no reason yeah and it's like and then, I was just gonna say you know people do what you allow them to do mm-hmm. so if you mm-hmm. sit around and you you know you call them out about something but you still stay you still deal with it I'm gonna keep doing it you know right that was the biggest thing I think is like I always kept being like all right okay cool it's fine Mm -hmm. and then like letting it happen again and just not saying anything until like I finally like made it known like this is a huge issue now I'm done yeah um kind of thing and you know it was definitely a learning lesson because I think you know I didn't realize that you know I was you know like you said like in denial or thinking that like it would change like he would change and I just kept waiting on it mm-hmm. and it just like it never happened and it's like you know now I know like the next thing that I get into to be more like open and honest with like that's a flakiness is a problem for me like if right. you want to be flaky and you just have a horrible like communication with like a like when we plan for something and things like that mm-hmm. then we don't even need to go like any further than this yeah um, I think that's, that's- trigger for you mm-hmm. i think that's one of the biggest things i think you know a lot of like us feel because i've talked about it with friends and is that like you know on that first date second date we don't like to have these big conversations because we don't want to scare that person away mm-hmm. but it's like we have to talk about these flags and these triggers in the beginning because it's like i don't want to waste my time like right. not talking about it and then next thing you know we're in a whole relationship and like six months down the line i'm finding out like a huge red flag that i should have asked about on the first date yes girl i am so big on that when it comes to dating and having those deep intellectual conversations um about communicating how would you deal with this like how would you describe yourself when it comes to X, Y, Z? That's the mm-hmm. purpose of dating, you know, to get right. to know a person. Do I even want to go on a second or third date with you? You know, mm-hmm. that comes from conversation. Um, oh, it was two things that I wanted to say. I remember one, the second one. Oh, okay. So the first thing I you based on what you were saying. So yes, that's a trigger for you. You know, someone being flaky, but then we go into those yellow flags where it's just like, when I say giving a person a chance, Say you mm-hmm. started dating again, you know, and he's canceled like maybe once or twice. Now it's just like, okay, I'm giving him a chance. I'm being understanding. Life happens. Things mm-hmm. happen. But the third and fourth time is just like, okay, now we in orange at this point. You right. Know? So it's like giving a chance while also being mindful of what's a no for you. Um, I think it's also important that we kind of keep our red flags to ourselves because mm-hmm. we know ourselves and what's a red flag to us. And then we talk to our girls and it's just like, no, but that's not a red flag to them, you know? So then that's how we get into, you know, ignoring the red flags because 
that's something I mentioned. Your red flag may not be your friend's red flag. So now you are ignoring the red flag and then it just doesn't go anywhere. And that's the red flag that you should have paid attention to. But your friend was like, girl, I think you're doing too much. You overthinking it, right, you know? Right. So it's important um, to be mindful of your red flags. This is the last point I wanted to make. And I have a mm-hmm. question for you. Okay. So one of my red flags is um, y'all been dating for a while, like months, like maybe six or seven months. You haven't met any of their family, the people that they're closest to, you know, after months of like really dating, but you've met his friends. To me, that's a red flag. And I want to know your thoughts. Like, do you think that, oh, no, I think met the friends to me that doesn't mean anything these are his friends but if you meet the people that he really love respect and care about like okay you know he think highly of me or you know this is really going somewhere I met his family what do you think um so I I agree with your point and I get where you're coming from like Mm -hmm. I think you know when that's six and seven months I think you know yeah it's cool that we met your like I met your friends whatever but that's like okay, like, you can meet my friends and, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's always something that could end up happening at any right. time, at any point in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, with the family, I think it is important to meet um, your family in that kind of mark. A year um, is pretty decent to me, too, as well, because, you know, someone like me, I don't live at, like, I don't live at home. I don't live in Miami. I mm-hmm. live, like, in New York. So, like, that is definitely going to have to be, like, a trip. And so it's like, I definitely have to know for sure, like, this is the person and like, we're ready to make that trip and do that kind of thing. Yeah, that makes it sense. Is a little, I think it is a little different if obviously if all of our families are in the same place that we are in, like, and we're living. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also, I think because I also too, I have family issues that, you know, if I would understand if you have family issues and like, you know, I think if it's something that we talk about and talk out, um, like, unless you, if you're big on like, oh, like I'm big on family and all these things, then I think that is something that like, I'd be kind of a little like, all right, well, if you're big on family, then maybe I should like meet your family. Exactly. Um, yeah. This should probably be the time that we should be doing that. But I think, you know, and I've been reading a lot, like men usually know kind of like right away like if you're the one or if you're the person so mm-hmm. I would kind of feel a little hesitant if around that time or like at least that year mark we're not doing that like we're not meeting each other's families <laughs> yeah okay I'd be a little skeptical right um, me too because <laughs> that is I think you know and I think we've, a lot of society puts pressure on it because again you know I have like family issues I deal with in therapy and I think for me in my thought process, it's like we're going to end up building our own family and what their opinion and things are doesn't matter. It's like the both of us got each other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I also understand from other people's standpoints who have healthy relationships with their family. I know that's a big thing for people. Gotcha. Um, I agree. So that kind of like leads me into like, when do we finally say there's too many red flags and we need to end the relationship? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, definitely, if I mean, obviously, if the red flags are um, outweighing the green flags, you know, um, and because there are, oh, this is such a tough question because mm-hmm. it's just like, should I even be dating this person or in a relationship if I've seen the red flags in the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I guess 
you know, if if we're more so in those, you know, the yellow flags and we're still kind of working things out with the yellow flags, like, okay, let's kind of pause on the commitment and the title, especially when dating, you know. Right. And this is where it's like the safe zone because these are the things you should be looking for. We're not just out here dating, like just to get a free meal or, you know, to be outside. Right. It is literally like I'm trying to, I know what I want and I know what I don't want. So I'm looking for those things. You know, you have to be looking for those green flags and the red flags and the yellow flags. Um, and then if you're not ready for that commitment because you're still working out yellow flags, pause the title, you know, mm-hmm. keep dating, keep looking for that, those actions um, of change that they spoke of or that you guys decided on. But I really would say, you know, if I have some red flags to me, that's a red flag, you know, yeah. like I don't think that further. And so many times when we ignore the red flags that were so clear to us, those are the same red flags why the relationship ended. Mm-hmm, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not surprising. It's nothing new. But you ignored the red flags. You thought you could change a person. You know, you overlooked it. And you thought it was going to be a one-time thing. Red right. flags are red flag for a reason. I would not commit to a person if I have these red flags. Right. I that would not. So much sense. And I think, you know, this brings me to, like, my last question. Do you think there is a way for people and like you know relationships I guess to overcome those red flags like you know say there is red flags and it's like you know maybe like the both of us decide like we really want this relationship Mm -hmm. so we're gonna put in that work of like maybe doing couple therapy and like maybe doing therapy like separately or like doing different things to make those red flags you know slowly go like back Mm -hmm. into like yellow and then like finally like they're at a green level or like Mm -hmm. a level that like they're no longer red and they don't look like they'll ever be red again. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that any red flag, um, you know, within a relationship, maybe in the beginning there wasn't a red flag, but people change. You have to grow with your partner, things Mm -hmm. like that. So when there is a red flag in a relationship, I think that it's always, always, always fixable if both parties want to fix it. The reason why relationships deteriorate is because both parties aren't working towards the relationship anymore. You don't just get in a relationship and everything is perfect. You know, you're going to have some ups, you're going to have some downs. Like I mentioned, your partner is changing, you're changing. You have to check in with each other. You have to ask your partner, are you happy with me? Sometimes the answer will be no. My fiance told me no once before. And it's just like, okay, what can I do differently? And as, as a man... He's not the type to say, baby, I want to express my feelings. That's something I would do. You know what I mean? Like he internalizes things. And I told him like, I don't want you to do that. You know, we have to have these conversations, but he doesn't want to come off as a complainer or nagging, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but you have to check in with your partner. Um, But if both parties say, hey, I do want this relationship. I want to fix this. Yes, do it. Because both of them, uh, both parties are working towards change. They're working towards that yellow flag with the goal of a green flag. 
as you mentioned, you know, going to therapy, couples therapy, sometimes it's individually too. Mm-hmm. I always encourage that individual therapy as well as collective therapy um, as a couple. And then, you know, a relationship coach, things that you know, here I am, you know, shameless plug there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, as long as both parties want to fix it, it can be fixed. I truly believe that. Yes, no, and I completely agree that, like, you know, I think if two people want it and they really want it really bad, mm-hmm. like, it's definitely something that they can overcome. Yeah. Um, I think this was a great conversation. I love As you. always. Yes. <laughs> love to learn, um, you know, how to really spot those red flags, but also know that there's green flags that we should be, like, developing and, like, pouring into as well. Yeah. Um, so definitely, Jade, I want to give you the space to um, – plug all the things and where people can like reach you get Mm -hmm. at you any products anything that um will like just help them and benefit their relationships yeah thank you so much um i just love our conversations like it's just girl talk oh (laughs) yeah but yeah if you guys want to follow me um i would so appreciate it i'm always creating content for relationships um healing from your past in order to obtain and maintain healthy relationships my website is jadasharice.com. That's J-A-D-A-S-H-A-R-I-S-E.com. You can follow me on Instagram, same name, Jada Sharice. That's Instagram, um, as well as Twitter and TikTok at Jada Sharice. I did drop my digital product, my first digital product yes. I'm super excited about, the Breakup Bible. I released it um, this month, July And the breakup Bible is for, you know, anyone who's going through a breakup and they're learning how to handle it and how to heal and actually move on. I created it because so many of my clients just feel like, what what next? You know, like, how do I stop thinking about that person? You know, how do I move on with or without closure? And I know when I was going through my breakup, I didn't know what healing looks like, you know, so I was just feeling myself with temporary things. But healing is definitely a journey that you have to take by yourself sometimes. So um, I'm teaching my readers, you know, how to handle the breakup, what to do within the first week or so, Um, you know, moving on with or without closure, the withdrawal period. I mean, I am taking it there. I'm coming in hot. um, Yeah, the link will be in my bio. I'll leave it there. Um, The breakup Bible. You, I created it specifically for you who's going through a breakup. Again, you guys can follow me, send me a message, let me and Mel know, you know, what you really enjoyed about the episode. And I think that's it. So thank you yes. so much. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Again, it was a great conversation. I always love having you. Like you said, it's always Aww. like girl talk. Yeah. And, you know, I'm super excited for you and all the things, obviously, I will be supporting and watching out for. Um, thank, thank you, everyone, you. for listening, and I will catch you guys on the next episode. That's all for today's episode. I hope you were able to take away some new dope insight. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast for more if you're not already, and leave a review to let me know what you think. And if you want even more dope content, head over to whatsnextmail.com and subscribe to the blog to stay in touch. You can get at me on my socials too, at whatsnextmail on Instagram and Twitter. I can't wait to vibe with you.